Sales Magic is the podcast hosted by Jackie Lyles, a champion connector, elite corporate trainer, and best-selling author. Using her proprietary approach, Jackie shares proven techniques to help you navigate deep change, increase your sales, and transform your sales results. Jackie learned how to keep recreating herself and will show you how to tap into your own magic, your own unique power to innovate. Enjoy this episode. Hi, it's Jackie Lyles. Welcome to Sales Magic. Today, we have Michael Simmons with us. And Michael, welcome. Hey, Jackie. It's nice to be here with you. Michael has been an account executive at Artris Technology, an IT and software development company for the past five years. Prior to that, Michael cut his teeth in sales in the life insurance, hospitality, and building materials industries. So Michael, that's the published version. So tell me, who is <laughs> who is Michael Simmons? Well, all those things you just mentioned, I've been in sales for a long time and my introduction to sales was through um, life insurance. I had I used to work at a prison, and um, it was grueling work and didn't pay very well. But in a small South Georgia town, that was about all there was to do unless you left town or got a college education. I didn't have those things at that time. So some of my buddies had left the prison. I mean, you got to try this insurance sales thing, making tons more money, making the prison. I said, well, I really wanted to get out of the prison work. So I gave it a shot. And funny enough, I was so scared to transition that I worked at the prison and did sales part-time in the life insurance industry until I figured out I can actually do this. I can make some money doing this. You know, it's, it's actually better than what I'm doing. So I did that for 10 months. And when I finally started making more than what I was making at the prison through sales, I said, all right, I've got to let this life go and come over here. And it's quite the transition between dealing with, you know, hard-nosed inmates and general public and prospects. You have to be nice and polite and professional. And it's like a night and day difference for me. So it took some time to transition out of that mindset to a different one. Um, in addition to being in sales for quite a long time, I'm a father of four, um, just finishing up college um, this month with an AA, which has been something I've always wanted to do, just never put my mind to it. So um, yeah, I attend church regularly with my family, kids in sports, all kind of things. So I don't have a lot of downtime. That's why I drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I would have never guessed that, Michael, you know, getting to know you. Yeah, I would have never guessed that. That is, you know, we just don't know until we ask questions and get to know people. So, um, and that's really the point of this podcast. I want people, the audience to know that there are all kinds of opportunities for us out there when we put our mind to it. So I'll say two words and you pick the word that best describes you. So this is how we get into the rapid fire questions into sales magic. Morning or evening? Evening. Outdoors or indoors? Outdoors. Adventure or chill? Adventure. Truck or car? Car. Talk or listen? Listen. Yeah, you have a gift. You're a great listener. I've... In all my conversations with you, I've wanted to to really let you know that because, you know, I, I like listening and I like talking. But as someone that likes both, it's nice for someone else to give us space to do whatever we're comfortable with. I appreciate that. You know, it's um, something that I've really worked on in the last few years. Um, 
through some of my college classes and even through podcasts like you and I have discussed, just being able to um, grow professionally requires good listening skills. And one thing I'll say about that, um, one thing I love about sales is it translates to so many different areas of life. As a parent, I've really worked on my listening skills because as a parent, it's so easy to take something your child's saying as, oh, they're just complaining this, that, the other, and dismiss it when you stop and really try to actively listen to people. And uh, one of the struggles I think that really helped me was listening to listen and not listening to talk. Sometimes I find myself listening, but I'm really waiting my turn to talk. And I have that conversation with myself in my head that says, hey, you're not actually hearing what they're saying, right? You're, you're, you're just waiting to say what you feel like you need to say. Stop and listen, right? And that changes the conversation sometimes when you really take a moment to discipline yourself and say, you're not really hearing them. Like you're just, you're talking to yourself while they're talking about what you want to say and you're missing things. So uh, when it comes to my children and of course, clients and prospects, I try to take a step back and say, no, it's their turn you got to be quiet in your mind and hear what they're saying before you formulate your next thought. Because it's easy, especially when we're busy, especially if we're in any position where we have to make a lot of decisions. You just want to get through one thing to the next. Sometimes we have to really tell ourselves, this person's talking, quiet your thoughts, hear what they say, and then think about what you're going to say. But that takes a lot of practice. And it's taken me personally a lot of practice to get to the place where I feel like I know the difference between just listening to wait to your turn to talk and actively listening. Wow, Michael, that's profound. That's something I teach in Real Sales Magic in our online sales course, because that's the first thing, you know, when we talk about achieving sales superstardom, it's being present in that moment with the person and really hearing where they're coming from. Uh, and if you're anxious, you know, when you're learning new sales skills, you can be a little anxious and you're always really prepared for the next thing and just taking a moment to quiet your mind and let yourself hear where they're coming from. It, it can have right. a profound effect, right? In the last few years now, someone who teaches sales training, Jackie, you can confirm this or deny this, that there's been a movement almost to humanize sales. People are going away from scripts that are strict and you have to say this no matter what comes next to, I see a lot of people out there who are doing sales training today talk about you are a human talking to a human and don't forget that in your sales conversations, right? Take a moment to hear their attitude, hear where they're coming from, understand if they're having a bad day and use that part of the as part of the conversation to where you know where they're truly coming from because you call the client or you call a prospect out of the blue and they're middle of fires that you don't know about they come off bite your head off you say well, i'm never calling them back you know rather than just being human and showing empathy towards them or reading the situation correctly and saying well maybe i just caught them in the middle of something they were really busy and i just need to call back and apologize or something like that so that we can use our listening skills as a superpower when it comes to sales that's exactly right. I mean, you're right. You hit the nail on the head. That is exactly it. it. It's, it's especially after the pandemic, people want to be heard. In all industries, 
the the pandemic and and the work from home, you know, um, really humanized everyone. Like you can't hide your personal life at that point because we're gonna hear a dog barking, we're gonna hear kids crying, we're gonna hear the construction on your street. Like you can't hide those things anymore. And we're all communicating through a screen like this or whatever's happening in the background because most of us don't have an insulated soundproof room in our in our home that we can run to when it's time for business. So we've heard each other's babies cry. We've heard each other's dogs bark and cast up on the screen and things like this. And that humanizes us. Oh, you know, I see you have a bookshelf. I've read three of those books. You have a bookshelf. Tell me which one you like more. And now all of a sudden we're not, you know, these stiff necked, you know, tight type professionals that can't talk about real life because we were thrust into real life with each other through the pandemic, through zoom, culture and a lot of that's still going to stick around so all these hybrid companies and we're going to work from home you don't have a choice anymore if you're going to make it in sales you're going to make it in life you're going to have to recognize that you're dealing with humans and you have to be human to human right maybe business to business but ultimately it's human to human sales and if you don't understand that and you can't get with that i think you're going to struggle in sales anymore there are a myriad of important elements to sales but one that might not be on your sales team's radar is how to fall in love with your customers. Connection is an integral part of the sales experience, and understanding this alongside the major business outcomes is critical to seeing the outcome that you're going for. The Business Champion Sales Method Program equips modern sales professionals with all of the information and the support that they need to become sales superstars. All you have to do to get started is to reach out to us to learn more or sign up for the Business Champion Sales Method today. You're exactly right. I believe that. So what is the biggest business challenge that you're facing right now? I think one of the biggest challenges um, for me in my role is gaining traction in the distracted world. Even the clients who love what we do for them have a million things going on. That we have, you know, walking notification devices in our pocket at all times. We have Slack notifications, Teams notification, emails coming in, facing us at all times. So it seems like anymore that unless it's a fire, it's not as as important as things used to be. You know, we're doing more with less in some of these companies. Uh, everybody's trying to tighten their budgets in economic times. So you might have one person you are trying to reach out to with a big client or prospect that has, they wear 10 hats, you know, so trying to get their attention, trying to have a conversation and be relevant to them in their world when they're doing so much throughout their day can be a challenge. And sometimes I find that as a challenge, even with clients who have called me and say, hey, I need you to work on this for me, getting their attention to finish that project when they have, <laughs> I meant to call you yesterday, but this happened. I meant to call you the day after and this happened and just trying to get that um, attention and keep it is, it can be challenging. I agree. I agree. So what's the one sales experience you've had that you can say is magic? I think um, early on in my sales career, like I had mentioned earlier, I was in life insurance sales. Now I work for a national known brand life insurance company. But back then, we're talking around 2010, we would set appointments and go to people's homes, do in-home visits for life insurance. And um, the way this worked is you'd be with a sales trainer for X amount of months, depending on your experience level and how well you pick things up. But on my very first outing by myself in an appointment in um, a home, a man asked me, I was with his family. We were talking about life insurance, what the purpose was, cost, things like that. And 
he was very skeptical about skeptical about insurance people. He had some bad experiences. So he asked me a question that I did not know the answer to. Well, I didn't try to make something up on the fly. I didn't try to sound smart. I just said, look, I'm brand new. I have no idea the answer to that question. I will get back with you as soon as I find out, but it'll be tomorrow. And in that moment, he said, well, you're the first salesperson I've ever heard tell me they didn't know something. So I'm buying a policy from you. Today <laughs> I feel like I can trust you now. So I made a sale based on what I didn't know, not on what I did know. <laughs> and what that taught me early on was people want to trust you. You know, the whole, yeah. I've been in sales a long time now. So the whole know, like, and trust, Adam, that people, you know, have to know, like, and trust you before they buy from you. Well, that proved that true in one form, at least that night. I was like, wow, I don't have to know everything. I just have to be honest about who I am and what I know and don't know and give people what they want, which is your authentic self. So that night, I feel like that was sales magic for me because it taught me to be open about what I did and didn't know and don't make stuff up, right? Don't try to come across as the expert when you're brand new to an industry. Over time, you should be that. But when you're first starting, how in the world can you be expected to know everything? And it's okay not to know everything. If you knew everything today, life would be very boring for you because there's nothing else to discover. There's no more fun to have, right? That's so true. Wow, that's a great story. That is so true. So what's the secret to your sales magic? Is that Tell me just more about it. You told us just a little bit, but tell the audience a little bit more about that. I think that for me, it's knowing I don't know everything, trying to stay humble, understanding that when you talk to prospects, especially if you like, I'm in a new industry and work in the IT industry, HS Technology does networking, cybersecurity. We work with a lot of clients who are um, have high standards for what they need, uh, mostly community banks. So they have regulatory guidelines they have to meet to stay open. And we're involved in that, which means it's really nuanced. It's constantly changing. And I don't have an IT background. So coming into this role and many others, like I just mentioned with the life insurance, I don't know what I don't know. And I recognize that. So I never go into a situation telling somebody they should do what I tell them because I know everything. And I think staying humble and understanding that I can learn from everybody. Um, my coworkers are great. I go to them all the time with questions. What do we do here? Has this process worked with our business? What do our clients do when we do this or when they need this done? How do we handle it? And I'm always learning. And to me, that level of open to learn um, and always wanting to consume more information to get better is a superpower. It is sales magic because you're always going to be curious. You're always going to be open to listening more than you are talking and people like to be heard like you mentioned earlier so when you ask a client oh tell me more about how you guys do that oh, tell me more about your experience here and what do you guys do it this way instead of this way with no agenda other than understanding what they do and how they do it i think people like that people people like being heard people like feeling they have an answer you don't have even though you may be the salesperson even they're contacting you about something well tell me more about how you run your podcast jacket tell me more about how you run your training business i don't do that i don't do what they do i help what they do but i don't do what my clients do on a daily basis so i think that has helped me in, stay in this industry so far with no background in it no background in enterprise sales the way we do it here i think that alone has helped me stay here and will help me stay here in the future mm -hmm. i agree i've found that to be very true um yeah I mean, we've, you know, we've worked with thousands of salespeople and the people who are always curious, wanting to learn, those people are always at the top. They're the top one and 
And it's just, yeah, it's a joy to get to hear that from somebody that's in the trenches doing the work and especially in the heavily regulated areas that you're working in. Right. You know, it's changing. Yeah, Cybersecurity is changing all the time. And that's something that's really been fun for me. Kind of goes back to uh, when I was working at the prison, it's almost like digital cops and robbers where um, the inmates always try to get the officers, right? When the world I live in today with cybersecurity, you know, the digital inmates are always trying to get the officers and, and it's a cat and mouse game. And that portion of it's fun, but it's so nuanced and everybody does things a different way. And you just have to figure out what way they want things done. And if you can help them get there and, and be a part of their adventure. And, and that part's really fun to me. Mm-hmm. I agree. So what is your growing edge? I mean, you, you t- touched on it just a little bit, but I'd love for you to go a little deeper for our audience. Okay. I think that for me, my growing edge is learning, is is being curious, like we mentioned, and saying, okay, what else can I do to be better for my clients, right? And what can I do to be better for my business? There's um, multiple arms to our business, and I'm always trying to learn cross train into a different department what does this guy do what does this team do how can they do this and then what can i bring up to my client that may not know about us even if it doesn't directly have to do with my department that could help the client right how can i be of better value to the people around me how can i be better value to my family and i think you do that through growth being a growth mindset person having a growth mindset saying what can i learn today how can i get you know as james clear will put it one percent better today Mm -hmm. right um and reevaluating where you are, reevaluating what you know and how you can get better. I think if we could do that on some area um, over the course of a year or many years, we become uh, formidable in our industry, in ourselves. And we say, oh, I don't know everything, but I've got some experience now. Let me use that to the best of my ability to help people. I agree. That's that's my that's my growing edge too, Michael. So thank you so much for today. It's been wonderful having you it's, on the show. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sales Magic. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. Learn more about the Business Champion Program at JackieLiles.com and across social media platforms.